Welcome to the St Martin's Challenge podcast, where we give a voice to the most vulnerable in our society. Hosted by me, Lewis Owens. And me, Savraj Kaur. Welcome, everyone. Really pleased to be joined today by Wendy Tobin. Wendy is an artist residing in Boston, Massachusetts, and a trained special education advocate. Wendy, it's great to have you on. Thanks so much for coming. Sure. I'm very, very excited to be <laughs> to be asked. Great. Fantastic. Well, I, I mentioned two strands of your work, which is art and special education. And the inspiration for both of these comes from your amazing daughter, Samira. Tell us more about her. Tell us more about Samira. Uh, Samira just turned 18. Mm -hmm. And um, that's actually what sparked me to add her uh, Twitter page, um, you know, so that we could make people aware. And people that have been following me have already kind of known who she has been for at least, I would say, three years. Um, Samira okay. is Samira is a fun-loving kid that, you know, she it's so hard to describe her because it's it's so much easier just to be with her in order to describe it because it's she she draws people in by her personality and even if she's really having a hard time people still love her and she's so small so i think part of that is part of it because she's such a peanut and, you know, like she does this plopping thing if she doesn't want to move and she'll just plop on the floor or wherever she is, which at times has been very dangerous because she's done it in the middle of the street before. Yeah. And then you have to try to lift her up when she doesn't want to get up. But just for, she just for the context of our, of our listeners, Wendy, um, Samira was born with Down syndrome. Samira was born with Down syndrome formerly known as trisomy 21. Okay, uh, and she's just turned 18, as, as, as you say. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about how, uh, how the Down syndrome um, works with her in, a, in, a, in an everyday capacity. How does it um, affect her? What's her personality like? Her personality is very fun-loving. She seems happy all the time. Um, she's very playful, very, very animated. Mm. She has so many expressions. And I don't know, she's just really fun to be with all the time. She, and if you're animated with her, if you can really interact with her, and if you love her, she can tell. And mm. she will react to that in such a positive way. Yeah. And just, does she feel that she's different? Because we, we see the incredible photos of her on Twitter and she's such a joy. I saw one, I think, yesterday or the day before and she was on the treadmill putting us all to shame or certainly putting me to shame. Um, does, she, does she feel that she's different? Um, does she feel that she's special? Definitely, Samira, once she hit puberty, she there was a change and she started regressing because I do believe she does see that she's different. I think the main part of that is because she realized that she can't talk like everyone else can. Mm. She's never really learned how to use the language or any language really. 
Um, she uses an iPad, but even that we have to help prompt her. Um, there's times when she's sick or she doesn't feel well or, or she's hurting where she can actually do it on her own on the iPad, but verbally she usually just mimics. Mm. So yeah, she does realize she's different and that has, that has had a very negative impact on her in the past, but I think we're trying to turn that corner now. Great, and tell us a little bit more uh, or a lot more about her, her painting because I know she, she paints and she's incredibly talented. Is that a way for her to express her her feelings, her emotions? Because as you say, she, she mimics um, verbally. So the painting is a way for her to express how she feels. Tell, tell us more about that, Wendy, what her inspiration is and, uh, and how that works. Yeah, definitely. I think she does use her paintings to communicate to people and get frustration out, definitely. I think it's different when I'm with her because I'm her mother and sometimes it can be frustrating for her just because I'm her mom. Um, but I've seen other things that she's done when she's with other people, particularly the school. And um, you can actually make images out even though I don't know that that's her intention. Um, mm. But um, the last piece that you probably saw with my hummingbirds on them, is, is that the yes. one you're referring to? That's right, that's right, yeah. So that was our first piece together and someone that I follow on Twitter and that follows me back, I've known her for almost four years and she's a, an amazing advocate and voice for just human beings and certain causes. I actually came up with that idea. Uh, she's the one that inspired it. And I won't reveal who she is. She will know when she hears me say this. Mm. Um, she's the one that inspired me to put the hummingbirds on this piece. And I think that it just works so beautifully, this particular one with what Samira did. And I'm not mm. finished yet, but when I am, I will post it so you can see. Please do. How, how many paintings has Samira done in total? Um, that's hard to know because the school has most of them only because that's where most of her art is. Mm. Um, so there's probably at least 50 of them. Um, some of them she's actually sold and I'll show you. I know that the viewers can't see, but this yeah, one right this, here. This is one of the downsides of, of the podcast is that the, the yep. listeners can't see the incredible images right, that but I'm, at least I'm seeing, but we'll have to post yep. them on, on Twitter, Wendy. Yeah, this one right here. That's one mm. that she did also. Okay. So, so t tell us about her, her daily routine because she's at a she's at a special school is she what what's her uh, routine at school like so samira over a year ago samira was placed in a what we call a therapeutic residential home and um so she does not live at home anymore mm. and the reason for that was because i had to take my elderly mother in that which has passed already and Samira had a very difficult time with that. And she expressed that she did not want to stay home anymore. Uh, how, and she's, how was that for you? That must have been tough for uh, you. Very traumatic. Mm. It, mm. Yeah, extremely. Take your time, Wendy. It's fine. 
I think I'm still trying to accept that she had to leave. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that I was ready to do, but it was clear it was time for her. So I, so I had to, I had to let her go. Is that also somewhat reassuring though, Wendy, that she does feel the need for independence and that she does want to, um, you know, to be in charge of her own life as much as she can? That must be somewhat reassuring for you as a mother. Oh, definitely. That's the reason why I had to let her go. I had to let her find her own way. I monitor and I'm on top of everyone to make sure that she's safe. And, um, you know, she is quite far away uh, from my home. She's about an hour. So mm. it that makes it a little bit diffi more difficult, especially since the COVID. But her daily routine is very structured. And as you can see, they, they take really good care of her. I mean, her physique is not a typical it's not that of a typical person with Down syndrome. Usually they're on the heavier side. Um, and you know, that's just a trait, but I think that this, this uh, residential has done very well with her. What, what's the name of the school, Wendy? Uh, it's called Cardinal Cushing Centers. Okay, good. Well, it sounds like they're, they're, they're doing it's, a wonderful job. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually nationally known. There's many students that are there from other states in the United States. Okay, and it and it's a school especially for uh, for people with Down syndrome. And not just Down syndrome, all kinds of disabilities. Okay, do, do you feel there's sufficient awareness and support in the U.S. for for people with Down syndrome? I I was doing some research uh, before this, and and. Um, it's always hard to get accurate statistics and you never know which ones to believe. But um, certainly in, in the UK, it's reported that around one in every 1,000 babies born in the UK will have Down syndrome, which is approximately about 40,000 in total. In the US, the statistics are less clear. Do you have any feeling of, of what the statistics are and, and do you feel there is sufficient support out there? Um, in comparison with other countries, I'm not sure of, but as an advocate, I've learned a lot of things like there's certain states that really try very, very hard to make sure that there's proper funding, there's proper services for these people that need the extra supports, uh, but not all states abide by that. So it's, it's like every state is different. And sometimes even within the same state, there's less services depending on the, the town and the, um, the community that they live in, mainly probably because of funding. Sure. So it, it's really hard to say overall whether we have better supports than other countries do. Um, but definitely, it's not a thing that's across the board the same. It's sure. definitely, so I live in Massachusetts, and Massachusetts is one of the best places to live if you have a child with especially Down syndrome, but even kids with autism as well and other intellectual disabilities. 
just because we have such a strong advocacy here. And these are all parents and their attorneys and their teachers. And they have, you know, we've always just been a very, very strong advocate for people with disabilities. Sure. You, you've been an advocate, I believe, for around 17 years. Almost, uh, almost 17 years. Almost 17 years. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about that and, and um, the training you went through and, and, and how that currently works now, what you do to help other, other families. Sure, all of mine is purely education-based. And um, it basically started when I had finished my first degree as a paralegal. And um, it actually opened up doors for me to do uh, volunteer work. So the very first thing I did was wanting to, this was when Samir was very young and I was learning about how to take care of her myself. So she has always been in school since she was three years old. So that is exactly what I went into was doing uh, specialty work for kids with IEPs, which is considered the individual education plan in the United States. Mm. And that gives supports to children that not only have significant disabilities like Samira, but even kids with ADHD, um, you know, any kind of learning disability. And I know that a lot of people that don't quite understand things like Down syndrome, they relate that to a learning disability, but it's far, it's far more than that. Sure. Most of the kids that I advocate for outside of my own uh, are kids with learning disabilities. And I'm actually a state appointed advocate and all that I do is voluntary. And as far as I know, I was told that I'm the longest standing volunteer in Massachusetts. Fantastic. Well, that's that's great. And hopefully a few more years as well that you'll be you'll be doing this because it sounds like you're doing an incredible job. And, and the support is so important, isn't it, Wendy? Because um, I know that 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 parents and families, when they have um, children that um, have challenging needs or you know, are neurodiverse, it can be a struggle. We, we had um, a podcast earlier with uh, Caro Tasker and, and Simon Baron Cohen talking about neurodiversity. And you mentioned autism earlier, which is, again, another challenging, um, you know, predicament for, for many families to, to, to be in. So the fact that you're helping these families in, in uh, your voluntary way, Wendy, is, is, is fantastic. Let, let's go back to Samira's paintings because they... They sure. are they are wonderful, and and every time that um, there's there's one of her paintings put on Twitter, they're they're so so rich. Um, how can people view them? Is there a website? Can people purchase them? Tell us more about that. So the one that everyone has seen so far, because that's the only one that I've posted with her and I so far. Mm. Um, it that actually. I didn't intend on selling that, but I did get someone that DM me about two weeks after I posted it. And this is somebody that I've been in contact with. And she said, is that for sale? Um, because she supports Samira. She's actually sent her money and she actually donated for a bike for Samira that we were waiting for. It's an adaptive bike. So I said, sure, I'll sell it to you. I don't mind selling it. And this will go into a trust for Samira. 
So we will open up a trust because of this and, or this will be the start of the trust. Um, so if someone wants to purchase them in the near future, I can put them on my Etsy page and we will start with that, which most people can see from my bio. And I can actually put that on Samira's bio as well. Fantastic. It looks like and Samira's also, getting more I also more, have a website. Samira's getting more and more Twitter followers by the day, it seems. She's, she's oh a, my she's goodness. a popular yes. young lady. Yeah, she's getting, if I post something, she's getting on average between four and 500 uh, new followers a day. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and she's aware of this, I assume? Um, she's been told how much she's aware. I don't really, <laughs> I can't tell you. It's hard to, hard to know. Um, what, what yeah. are your, what are your hopes for, for the future for Samira? Um, do you, do you take it month by month, year by year? Do you have a, a set plan in mind? What, what's her next support structure after she leaves this current school? So these kids, if they're put in a residential, they typically stay there until they're 22 and then if they still uh, stay out of their own home they would go into a residential for adults and the whole system changes uh, so they'll have less supports unfortunately and things like that um, okay. uh, the structure is completely different and to be honest with you it really will vary depending on where she's placed um, so it's really hard to say, you know, because every, it's like, a, it's like nursing homes. You place one person in one nursing home. It may, they may have a, a completely opposite experience than someone else. Sure. Um, but, but people are very, very aware of who I am in Massachusetts and, um, they mm. know where they, they know where I stand. So yeah. they, Good. and I'm that known from the very beginning because that way I feel and I don't really like coming off that way but this is my child and this is I want people to know before she gets harmed not after that I will be watching and it's sad that we have to do that but it's that there's just too many cases where it happens too often yeah yeah tell, tell us Mira can't advocate for herself. She can't tell me that something's happening. How, how do you communicate? Obviously now she's at school and it's an hour away from you. Um, do, do you. Do you Zoom? Do you Skype? How do you keep in touch? So we regularly FaceTime when I can't mm. be with her uh, about once a week. And then I go see her once a week as well. It's mainly because I would love to do it more often. One is because I'm too far away. The other reason is because she's in a school setting. I can't interrupt that. And she literally is in the school setting for seven days a week. And, you know, they do have breaks, but they keep them, they keep them so busy. And these kids require that. Sure, sure. T tell us a little bit more about yourself, Wendy, because I know you're an artist too. Um, tell us more about when you started painting and, and some of your, your projects. Oh, sure. Um, my work started uh, originally about three or four years ago. Um, 
I started off as a woodworker and then I started doing pyrography, at, which you saw on my wall. And then it just, when the COVID hit, I started doing a lot of uh, birds and cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms are really my favorite tree because they're so beautiful, especially after a long winter and you're just waiting for something happy, <laughs> happy yeah. to happen. So it's, it's a sign, I, we, sign of hope, isn't it? it yeah, our street is like full of them. And so I just wait until they start blossoming and that you go through these streets and it's like literally going through um, a canopy. <laughs> it's really, it's amazing. So I started doing a lot of drawing of the cherry blossoms and then I'll add um, flying birds, sometimes butterflies they're all in flight so it so there's some motion to it um and then i started doing other mediums like canvas i don't do a whole lot of canvas but i think in the future i will be um my biggest thing right now are hummingbirds and i'm also getting ready to do an a pollinators calendar and I will all, I also sell prints and things of the, the uh, insects. So I've got a ladybug, I've got a butterfly. Uh, my bee was the biggest thing because it looks so realistic. Mm. Uh, so anyway, there'll be a calendar coming out in uh, 2022, I Fantastic. hope. <laughs> Fantastic. That's, my... that's your plan. And hopefully you'll post details yes. of that on, on, your, uh, on your Twitter page that everyone can can follow uh, now when do we we always give our guests the opportunity to to give a shout out to a few organizations or non-profit uh charitable organizations that are perhaps meaningful to you and, and meaningful for samira are there any in particular you'd like to uh, give a shout out to yeah so i definitely would love to give a shout out to cardinal pushing centers where samira is uh, just because they are doing such an amazing job. She went in a year and a half ago in really a traumatic way uh, because she was so mad at me when I took my mother in and she is blossomed. And the um, other one is Gigi's Playhouse, which is also, I don't, do you know who they are? I don't, tell us more. Um, I don't know too much about them, except they, it's someone that has a child with Down syndrome and they're out of New York. And I actually donate to them. Okay. Um, and Doctors Without Borders, which is okay. an amazing organization, which I'm sure everybody on here must know something about. Absolutely. Um, that organization is just amazing. And they take care of people. It doesn't matter what the problem is. They just take care of people. And wow. I have a doctor friend that actually works for them. And I can't, there are no human words that you can express mm. that to people that do things like that. There are just no words. Absolutely. Well, some, some wonderful um, organizations there, Wendy. It, it's been so lovely to have you on. It, it really has. And, and for you to tell us more about Samira and um, you know what she gets up to and and we I know I speak for so many people that we love the updates on Twitter uh, as well so, so keep them coming and and also yourself as well because it you know it's a difficult 
challenging time for all of us and um, and and you as well. So great to, to have you on. Keep well, keep safe, keep painting, and um, and, and please tell Samira to to keep painting and and posting and tweeting because she is a, a truly inspirational uh, young woman uh, as are you wendy and um, i know that you're giving a lot of hope and uh and courage to a lot of people so wendy tobin thanks ever so much for coming on thank you so much pleasure mm -hmm.